Hello and welcome to another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole. Welcome to another episode. If you are new here, welcome to TWSS, a podcast about entertainment news, debates, and theories. If you are a returning listener, thank you for coming back and joining us again for another interesting and eventful episode. Uh, make sure to check us out on all of our social media. It'll be linked in the show notes below. And yeah, we'll just kick off into it. Nicole, what's going on? What are we talking about today? Yeah, so we have quite a few things to discuss, um, but we're going to start out with a couple just miscellaneous items that I found very interesting over the last week um, that I care about, but Zach might not. (laughs) Um, Jennifer Aniston and Julia Roberts have been tapped to star in an upcoming body swap film. No details of the plot have been released. It is basically a Freaky Friday about 20 years later. I don't know. Um, That, though, is interesting, so... We'll see how that works. Um, two phenomenal actresses, though. According to Noah Schnapp, filming for the final season of Stranger Things will begin to film in May, which is exciting, and it makes sense since um, Thunderbolts films in end of June, so David Harbour is going to be going back and forth. Um, any thoughts on the first two? Nope. And according to The Hollywood Reporter, Tom Hanks and Robin Wright will be de-aged in Robert Zemecki's new film, Here, using Metaphysics AI tool. That's so funny. I just read that today, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, any thoughts on that one? A little interested in that one being that it's going to be de-aged, kind of how... Genesis Man with Will Smith was uh, also the reuniting of Tom Hanks and Robin Wright from Forrest Gump. So that's going to be very interesting to see them together again after so many years. But yeah, I think it's an interesting idea. Uh, I know Robert Zemeckis with The Witches and things like that is a very interesting director and what he decides to do. Uh, Don't really have any other comments on that but yeah slightly interesting in kind of deep faking and using ai to change a person's appearance but we'll see yeah two great actors um and would love to review the first uh give like a little recap of the first three episodes of the last of us i know it just premiered about um yeah about three weeks ago um I'll go first on this one because I'm I'm really interested in your opinion for the next conversation. Um, the Last of Us. So episodes one through three as a quick recap. Um, I think it's phenomenal so far. I, I don't know anything about the game other than what uh, my friend Gabby, who we've had on the podcast before, she has um, kind of sent me a lot of she hasn't spoiled it for me, but she sent me a lot of like, OK, like, yes, the first three episodes, like this is what's happened. Um, we're doing a spoiler review. <laughs> At least on the first two episodes. Yeah. Okay, so first two episodes. Um, a great start. Reminded me a lot, a lot, a lot of The Walking Dead. But from what I've quickly recently learned is that The Walking Dead, I guess, came after The Last of Us. Last of Us has been a video game around for like more than a decade, I guess. Um, I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. The first episode really grips you. Um, Starts out, it doesn't start out slow, I should say, but more of like kind of like a melodramatic, like you know it's leading up to something. 
Um, wasn't expecting, I kind of actually take that back. I did expect the daughter to die just because like, I haven't seen her in like any previews for the whole show. Um, I think Pedro Pascal is on a roll with every single thing he's been cast in. I think he's a phenomenal actor. He's a great Joel. Um, Bella Ramsey, who plays Ellie, she was also in Game of Thrones. She was in the last two to three seasons, or she was in it sporadically for a few, like a season or two. And then she was in the last season. Um, Didn't really get much of her acting chops in that show. But in this one, I really like their chemistry. I like their connection as Joel and Ellie. Um, I like the time jumps. I, I'm hoping that we go back and kind of fill in the gaps like we did with the third episode, how we got more of Tess and more and a little bit of Joel in it. Um, yeah, I would say I'm excited to see the rest of the season. It's already been picked up for season two. I think that it's going to go on for at least four seasons is what I'm hoping. I just don't know what more they can do with it. Um, but yeah, second episode was great. Love seeing... Um, I like seeing the comparisons on Twitter. They do comparisons between the video game and the show. All the characters have great chemistry, in my opinion. Um, Tessa's sacrifice in the second episode was needed, but I know it also happens in the video game. And the third episode for me was, I didn't cry, but it was a tearjerker. And I definitely like the ending. I liked, um... I can't, we can't really spoil it. Um, but with the wine bottle, I had a feeling that was what was going to happen, but I like, I, I was starting to piece it together towards the end. Um, loved, loved, loved Nick Offerman in episode three. He really brought this great character to life. Um, him, Bill and Frank had great chemistry. I loved the one thing I'll say about episode three, and this is what I've been saying to everybody, is it is such a pivotal moment. And even though the episode kind of veered off from the plot line, like from the main plot, it shows that even in like the toughest of times, even when the world is ending, you still have like there's still a love out there. There's still it's it's it was just a great moment and it really makes you like think. Um, but yeah, that's my review. First three episodes, definitely go watch it. Yeah, totally. Um, first episode had me on the edge of my seat. I really enjoyed it. Second episode really grabbed me and put me through. I enjoyed the third episode being a kind of break from that and kind of getting to see it. Um, honestly, I wasn't as emotional as the rest of America was in watching it. I kind of Mm -hmm. felt... Uh, I knew what was going to happen and what I felt was going to happen did happen in the poetic way it did happen. Um, but I think in talking to my girlfriend about it, I think I missed a lot of the nuance in the time jumps and knowing that in, you know, in 2003, when the world had a pandemic and it went down, a lot of the things like gay marriage wasn't a thing. So them choosing mm-hmm. to get married is a huge decision. and and big for them. And so I I think I missed that part in looking back on the episode, but I didn't um I did I did enjoy it. I liked the break that I got from it. This show is keeping me on the edge of my seat. It makes me nervous to watch it. I kind of have to be in a positive headspace to watch this show cuz it does freak the fuck out of me and also just like 
we're still in the middle of a pandemic. So like, or maybe even an epidemic. I don't know if it's changed at this point, but still like that whole notion of it all is, is still very prevalent to me personally when watching this show. So, mm-hmm. um, I can't seem to get away from that reality, but it, it was, it was it's a good show so far. I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm also kind of taking my own personal time with the show. I'm not watching it on Sundays when everybody else is. I tend to watch it on Mondays. Um, good for you. So it's kind of, I'm getting my own personal journey with the show. I don't think it's going to have more than two seasons, to be honest, because I know season two is going to follow the second part of the game. But that depends on if they decide to stretch this out a little bit more or they get like a team of writers in that can develop these characters further. I think it'd be nice if it's just two seasons, honestly. I don't think it needs to be a, a Game of Thrones kind of thing. It it quite honestly just needs to hold us over until House of the Dragon, the second season, comes out, if I'm being honest. Um, but for what it is, I enjoy it. I did not have the privilege of playing the games, and I wish I did, because I did want to play the games when the games came out. Um, and I feel like in playing the games, I would have a more of an appreciation for what I'm watching. But I am very invested and i am enjoying what product hbo is putting out right now no to uh completely agree um i was never really a video game person i would only play like mary kate and ashley or (laughs) tony hawk um but I, i i do appreciate what they're doing with the show and it looks like they're doing it like verbatim um but yes, thank you for bringing that for for episode three because that was also something that I like I, I, at the end, throughout the third episode, I wasn't understanding. I was like, why are we veering off from this? Like, what what is there to learn? And then you see the time jumps, and it just makes you appreciate. And you're like, okay, like even in this world of shit, like this is what's happening, and it's still sweet and it's nice to see because I'm sure the rest of the season's gonna be crazy and. Um, I keep saying like, I do hope we get flashbacks of, I don't know why I'm so like caught on it, but like Joel and Tess, like I love their chemistry, even just from like most of the first episode and the second one. Cause you can see they really grew like a fawning relationship with each other, like a great friendship. Uh, yeah. I think that's a point. Like nobody knows what that truly is. And I think it right. may be the same thing of we found each other in this moment, but even then. Is is probably not a love as strong as Bill and Frank's, was. right? Right. So there is that question that I can understand. Uh, but honestly, like I kind of want to see more of Joel and Ellie. If I'm being honest, like I could care less about Tess. <laughs> no, I agree. I just mean I want to be. I want the gaps to fill in between like that time because we saw twenty years pass. So I would like to see like where Joel started. At some point, like see how he yeah. got there, see how he became friends with Tess, how he grew this like reputation that Bill and Frank knew about. Um, so I think that that would just be something that I would be interested in just to grow his character and along with Ellie's to see like how Ellie, how she got there and like a bunch of things with her. It is it is very cute because it's she I guess she was born after the apocalypse started. So seeing like, oh, a seatbelt, what is that? I was like, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, so any other any other thoughts before we move on? Nope. 
All right, so I've been very excited for this all day because I had no idea if Zach has seen the DC slate for the next eight to 10 years. Um, I have not. I've been head down all day. So uh, this is the first time I'm learning about this. So we'll we'll see how I feel. All right. So they announced, um, I'm going to give you the movies first. So they announced Hold the on. movies and the TV shows. Okay, go ahead. Um, and then they announced other things that I'll, I'll go through everything. I'm going to go through everything first, and then I want your reaction. Okay. Or, or do you want to do a piece, like, section by section? Just name it, and I'll, I'll okay. react to it if, if, if need be. All right, so chapter one is called Gods and Monsters. Okay, like it. So it's going to start off with Superman Legacy, mm-hmm. which comes out July 11, 2025. Okay. The next one will be the Batman Part 2, which is Matt Reeves' Batman. Cool. So they're calling it Part 2. Mm-hmm. October 3rd, 2025. Mm-hmm. Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Wow. Okay. The Brave and the Bold. Mm-hmm. So he wants to focus, James Gunn wants to focus on the Bat family. So he's going to have Batman and his son Damian Wayne, or Damian, yeah, Bruce and Damian Wayne, and Damian Wayne will be Robin. Said that Damian Wayne is his favorite Robin. I learned all this in his video today. Paradise Lost, Wonder Woman. It will be a prequel to Wonder Woman. So I don't know if we're going to get Gal Gadot in it. Booster Gold. Creature Commandos. Oh, these are going to be TV shows. Creature Commandos. Amanda Waller, starring Viola Davis, called Waller. And it will be set between Peacemaker and something else. No, no, no. It's set. Be- it's set before. Oh, between Peacemaker season one and two. Okay. Um, Green Lanterns, which will focus on Hal, <laughs> Hal uh, Jordan, I think Hal mm-hmm. and John Stewart, and then mm-hmm. uh, he didn't name any other lanterns, but he said oh. other lanterns. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Swamp Thing will be a horror film. Mm-hmm. Thank God. And then The Authority. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I did screenshot other ones because they did put out a list of the TV shows. Um, but I think that's basically... Oh, TV. So Creatures Commandos is going to be animated. Mm-hmm. Um, Waller will be a DC TV series. Lanterns. Paradise Lost. So it's described... Paradise Lost, which is the Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. prequel is going to be described as a game of thrones ask wonder woman prequel series and booster gold and then there's one there's another show that they described as true detective that's that's a good idea because I, I and we talked about this we talked about this last year where i was like we really don't get to see much of diana's growing up and, and right being with the amazonians and and her development and so i would like to see that so i'm glad we're getting this kind of series and also knowing that and and framing it like Game of Thrones is actually a really smart idea because it's around that time, a civilization that is very um, archaic in their dress and culture. And so getting that kind of, that sense will be really right. cool and, and something fresh for DC, I think. But yeah, cool. Um, any other thoughts on that before I move on to other DC news that they announced? No, that's a good, that's a good first slate. 
Okay. So that so I that I guess that's the first eight to ten years. I don't know right. if that's eight to ten years, but that's like the first. That's chapter one. Right. 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 Um. So Swamp Thing horror movie. Um. The show was good. I have to say, Swamp Thing show was good. I was I was kind of impressed with it. Um. But I'm happy that it's getting a proper film. I'm happy that and James Gunn has has made a comment on Superman Legacy that he's halfway through writing it and that mm-hmm. Peter Safran is hoping James Gunn will direct it since it is the first film for chapter one. I see no reason why he shouldn't. And so they also announced that mm-hmm. there's technically three different layers to DC now. So DCU okay. will be these films. Right. Um, And then there's DC... Studios, I'm guessing. No, no, no. There's all my screenshots are out of order. <laughs> um, but they announced that. Oh, oh, it's called DC Elseworlds. So that'll include the Batman Part Two, Joker right. Folier. Okay. okay. And then there's gonna be a Tennessee Coates Black Superman film. Yep. So those two. So this is kind of like yeah, it's gonna be a different. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he did talk about the Flash today. James Gunn said the Flash is the best, or it's the greatest superman superhero film he's ever seen. So, with that being said, this is all that I've learned today. <laughs> I had a busy lunch. So, with the Flash, mm-hmm. they changed the ending. So, the ending is going to be what will reset DC. So every movie after this, for the ones that are coming out, like Shazam, Aquaman 2, Blue Beetle, they will be canon to his new DC reset. So they will be DCU. So Shazam will be DCU. Yes. So he said it's its own thing, basically, but it can still be canon to what he has in store. And so will Blue Beetle. Hmm. Yeah, I was kind of... I, I was... Because a lot of people are still confused with this, mm-hmm. but I'll find the quote somewhere eventually. Um, the Flash is probably one of the greatest superhero films ever made. And then James Gunn says they won't have actors playing more than one role in the DCU. So those who play a role, who voice the actor in the animated series, will be that character in the live action. Good idea. Gal Gadot, Jason Momoa, Ezra Miller, and Zachary Levi have the door open to reprise reprise their roles in James Gunn's DCU. Good idea. And then James Gunn says they didn't fire Henry Cavill. Henry was never cast. (laughs) Um, For me, it's about who, who do I want to cast as Superman and who do the filmmakers we have want to cast. And for me, for this story, it isn't Henry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was rough. Wow. I mean, that's why he's in charge. <laughs> Like, what do, you, what do you want? But it, <laughs> okay, but like, it makes sense because what James Gunn has said in the last few months is he wants a younger Superman. He wants Superman to start out when he's first entering like the Daily Planet. 
Mm-hmm. And this movie that he's creating um, says that he's battling like his Kryptonian side and his human side. Um, and then James Gunn says that Gal Gadot, he has talked to her and that she's up to doing stuff for DC. Cool. Um, but yeah, I guess um, with Ezra Miller, that kind of took me by surprise. But I guess they're doing better. So once. No, no, <laughs> no. that's not the point. The movie um, can still be the movie can still be great, and you can still disagree with the actions of the actor. I think it's very. I don't think it's got anything to do with Ezra's performance in general. I think it's got everything to do with the structure and direction of the movie itself. And so, right. I think Gunn's comments are not indicative of Ezra's performances. They're indicative of just like the movie in general. Well, no, and I agree to that. I just think a lot of people are more confused on Ezra Miller's actions in the past, which makes sense. We've discussed it before. Mm -hmm. Um, I find it interesting that the doors left open for them, but I guess we'll we'll have to see how the movie plays out. Did Gunn say Ezra specifically has the door open for them? Yes. Ezra Miller was all those four actors were specifically listed. Um, Ben Affleck and Henry, he specifically said, um, well, there, I don't know if he quoted it, but I saw on a post that Ben Affleck and Henry Cavill, um, were both not hired back for their roles, but Ben Affleck has been in discussion with Gunn to fill, to direct. So they wouldn't be surprised if he was the one to direct the next if that batman movie that they have slated mm-hmm. um the there is a quote from discussing film from peter saffron peter saffron says ezra miller is committed to their recovery and will discuss their future as the flash at a later date when they feel like they're ready to have the discussion we'll all figure out what the best path forward is and i did see a few comments saying well this could be or no, so Matt Ramos says, I need y'all to understand that they can't come out and say Ezra is out until the movie is out. Them saying Ezra is out would hurt the movie's box office. I think the opposite, personally. But I mean, I was... I I will say, I, was, I kept telling people that I refused to go see it because of the actions that, mm-hmm. that were taking place in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. But knowing now that this film is going to do a full reset, I've been opening that door a little bit further in consideration. Right, which, which then leads me to understand, it, it, are Gunn's comments about the full reset true, or is that just to get fans back in the door? Right. Um, but I think it's it's a fantastic slate. I think yeah, James sure. Gunn answered a lot of questions. I mean, what are your comments regarding this? Because you are the DC guy. You are the DC of all, like the knowledge. Yeah, so I, I like it. I like the slate. Things good. Uh again, I, I trust his vision. I like the younger Superman. I like the idea of having different levels of the universe. You got the DCU, then DC other worlds, and then obviously that third tier. I think it's a great idea because um, then it means that 
films like The Batman and Joker can still exist within the container that is DC. I have no problem with what he said. I think leaving the door open to a couple of actors makes sense. I mean, you you need to make sure those that paved the way to create this universe are still held in high regard. And for some people, it's not their fault why the products are no longer, you know, on board anymore. Um, I do have questions about leaving the door open for... Ezra, but then again, I do understand if if they are saying the work that Ezra is doing behind the scenes enough that they deserve another shot, then you know, right? But, I mean, uh, actions speak I, I, louder than words, right? And 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 I have I take issue with what was done, and yeah, I do understand. Mm-hmm. You know, people are young and they make mistakes, and and you know mindless violence happens sometimes when you're you're young but i also feel like this is an opportunity for hollywood to make a stand and obviously they're not so no surprises there um so yeah i i i really i'm really impressed by that and then also just how uh, everything's going to link back to guns dcu so i'm interested to see how he's going to pull those past projects back in and make them work especially with this reset but yeah i i still feel okay not going to watch the flash and i think i respect that yeah i I, I personally don't think it it's gonna do that much and i also think in terms of reboot like you might as well have a clean break and watch it from the start instead of whatever flash does in the flash right. that resets the the timeline you know yeah but yeah i'm just happy with it happy that you know he took the time to to figure it out uh super happy about the green lantern mm-hmm. i figured you would be because i miss me some john stewart so we'll we'll see I was trying to look for James Gunn's comment on Twitter regarding how each of those films are going to link back to his new DCU reboot. Um, Because he said Blue Beetle is going to be a canon to the film since Mm -hmm. it'll be since the end of The Flash will have a different ending now. Um, What else? Oh, Aquaman will be getting a trilogy. So he'll be getting a third film. <laughs> um, but yeah, regarding all the all the characters they're bringing back, um, I'm like I'm fifty fifty with it. On one half, I like that they're bringing them back because the I mean I'm sure there are other actors who could fill these roles with great potential. But these actors have paved the way. They have put in the work as well. They've been part of Warner Brothers for 10 years, maybe longer. Um, so I think it'll be nice. And I'm I'm curious. Um, oh, which was my next question for you. Shazam official trailer came out last week or the final trailer. Have you had a chance to watch it? I really don't care about this new Shazam movie. I'm going to be one really? of the honest. Like, I truly do not care. 
And I even after the comments of this week from Zachary Levi, even oh, more yeah. so do not care. Um I I I barely like the first one. I don't think I'm going to be watching the second one. Uh, so, yeah, I, I I have not even given it a moment's notice in my mind. So, just going to say that. The only thing I will say, because I ended up watching the trailer. Um, mm-hmm. Wasn't much for me. Basically, the first one, but extended. And it, it really shows you. It, I felt like I just watched the whole movie in this trailer. Um. There was a bunch of people saying that they really don't even want to go see it before mm. the comments were made. It looks okay. Looks like it's, I don't know. And I did notice that he didn't even meant that James Gunn didn't even mention The Rock, bringing The Rock back as Black Adam. Of course he didn't. Um, Why would he? I know. <laughs> I wouldn't. Yeah. Yep. I agree. Um, but yeah, with the whole DC announcement today, it's. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a huge DC person. I love me some Batman. I love me, I love all these characters. Um, I was excited. I think it'll. I think what Gunn's going to be doing is going to be great. It's nice to at least have like a timeline now, a plot. Mm-hmm. Um, see who he brings in. See who he casts. Mm-hmm. He sounded the way he sounded today on the video that was released reminded me a little bit of Matt Reeves when he was talking about the Batman mm-hmm. and how passionate he was about every single project that they were working on. So I have hope that he's going to fix this mess. And we've said that from the start. We've said James Gunn is probably the best person to bring in along with Peter Safran. Mm-hmm. And they already have writers working on all these per- on all these productions or um scripts mm-hmm. and so we should be getting a superman um casting within this year if it's releasing in 2025 because then that means they have to do a late 2023 early 2024 um production so interested to see um what who would be the first person that comes to mind if he's casting like a, a quote-unquote younger superman who would you want to see in that role you know i don't care about this <laughs> this is the worst question you could have asked me. <laughs> you know i don't care i know but i i i don't uh, know I've, I've seen a bunch of comments about it i don't know but... i've seen that guy from euphoria oh jacob alordi whatever i've seen him as a possibility or a fan costume i don't we'll really see. know very many young barrel chested men that could play this role so but i'm sure that's your department so i'm sure you could let me know um i mean when it comes to dc i don't hmm. when it comes to dc i really don't like i i don't know it's It's the same thing stop it stop it it's (laughs) the same thing it's the same thing you're ridiculous Listen, I mean, I care about the projects. I do, but I'm not like, who's going to be my Mr. Reed? Who's going to be this? Like, I'm yeah, not. But you, you don't even look at it like that. I know I don't. I look. So there, the there, I will say. I'm asking you. I don't know who this actor is, but I've seen 
pictures of him on every comment that they've announced as like since he announced that he's doing younger superman i've seen comments of this guy and it's like a it's a great replica like i don't know he's he's like a young and starting actor i just don't know who it is um but i've seen his picture everywhere any final thoughts on anything we've discussed any final thoughts on the dc slate announced i'm just surprised that in an opportunity for you to suggest an actor that you think could be Superman, you chose not to. I think that's wild because you know who you would cost as Superman. I really don't, though, is the you thing. Really don't. You're out here costing Marvel movies and you can't pick an actor to play Superman? Are you serious? The only person... So I did see a couple of fan casts today. One of no, them... Who would you cast, Nicole? Not fan castings. Who would you cost as Superman? I, in all honesty, I really haven't thought about it. The only person, the only person I have actually like ever thought was the perfect Superman was Henry Cavill. There's not really like a, I would have to think about that one. I would, because Superman has always been like, he was my first favorite superhero other than like Spider-Man. So. But you're a huge Smallville fan. You love Henry Cavill. How is it so difficult you can't cast somebody? That- I can't see Jacob Elordi. I will say that. But if That's I had to pick. Fine. He's not my first pick. I just, I've seen a lot. Right, so right. I honestly um, just don't care. I really can't, I can't like pick someone off the top of my head right now. It's not, it's really not something I've thought about. Other, it, I, I'm going to see a look at the comments of this one guy because this guy is perfect, I think. It's been bothering me not knowing who it was. Oh, Tyler Hoechlin. I wish that he would just continue to be Superman. Oh, yeah, that's. If that's who I had to pick, I would, I would, I know he's a dad, like, he's a dad in the show, but he has been the perfect, perfect Superman, at least for me, other than, um, if I had to pick perfect, him or Smallville guy, I can't think of his name right now. He's old as hell right now, what do you mean young I know, but those have been, like, good young ones. Uh, I'm trying to, I'm trying to look. Oh, somebody said they want Jacob, Jake Gyllenhaal as Batman. <laughs> I need to go. <laughs> oh, I really can't, you know, really can't think of a Superman. I'm, you know I'm who I can think of? I don't know if this is correct. I really like Jack Quaid. I love him as an actor. I don't know who Jack Quaid is. So Dennis me, Quaid's son. It doesn't ring a bell. Let's see. Oh, this guy? Yeah. There you go. There's a costing, a young, <laughs> I mean, he's 30, but like young looking. I would say Jack Quaid. Um, Theo James, I really love. I think he. Another like, great costing, <laughs> younger. Well, now that I'm on a roll. probably do this role. Um. Oh, <laughs> you know who would like? Go ahead, hit me with it. 
Miles Teller. You you got you. <laughs> you, <laughs> you asked, I delivered. You need to go somewhere. You need to go somewhere. Three on a silver platter for you. <laughs> That's it. That's my casting. Miles you Teller. Miles Teller. <laughs> Can't you just see? He has the like the attractive curly hair. He has the body. We've seen it in Maverick. He he can wear glass. Oh, that I'm boy take glasses. Several shots of tequila after this. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe you just said Miles Teller. What? <laughs> watch, watch. He's gonna get cast. I'm calling it now. I'm manifesting it. Well, on that bombshell, sounds like a great place to end this episode because I am terrified. Um, I mean, I can list more people for you right now. Now I that I'm really don't, roll. I really don't need it. I really don't need it, and I don't think America does either, or wherever these folks are listening from. I don't think we need it. That was another episode of TWSS with Zach and Nicole, and we will see you next, next time. time.